This is Grumpy SEO Guy, episode 38, link attributes and the one everyone always asks about, no follow and what they mean for SEO. You're listening to Grumpy SEO Guy, the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. I'm the Grumpy SEO Guy, and I'm sharing with you the strategies that have helped me successfully run my SEO agency for the last 14 years. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my knowledge and experience, discussing tips and strategies, and trying to help you cut through the confusion that permeates this industry. If you listen to this podcast, you will know more about SEO than 99% of people on the planet. Ready? Let's get started. I'm the Grumpy SEO Guy. Let me tell you why I'm grumpy today. I'm grumpy today because there's a lot of confusion around link attributes, like no follow. So today we're going to talk about what they are and why you might want to use them. Okay, let's get started. But before we do that, my lawyer tells me that I have to say this right now. A quick disclaimer before we get started, everything I say here is based on my experience and opinion from 14 years in the industry. I don't officially know how Google or any other search engines work. Everything I say here is hypothetical and based on my experience. This podcast does not constitute advice or services. What worked for me may or may not work for you. Okay, back to the show. Link attributes. So you might not have to worry about this too much. Um, Depending on what you're doing on your website, this might not even apply to you, but I'm gonna explain it anyway, because people are always asking about no follow and what does it mean and how many no follow links should I have and what happens if I get a link and it's no follow and all these other questions. Okay, link attributes are basically attributes of links. I know, that was a great definition, wasn't it? Okay, so you have a link that links to another website. And you can add attributes to it. Attributes change the properties of links, okay? So they change what the links do. The main change is they make the link not pass link juice. And three of the attributes we're going to talk about today are no follow, sponsored, and user-generated content. So adding an attribute isn't necessary, all right? If you don't add an attribute to a link, it's just a normal link. Okay, and there's a couple ways to add attributes. Like if you need to do any of these, you can do it manually. Like if you're making the website yourself by hand in like Notepad or something, I I don't know. I, I don't even know if people still do that, but I'm sure somebody does it. If you're editing it in some software that shows you the actual HTML, okay? Then in your ahref code, okay, you would put rel equals quotation mark whatever the attribute is and then another quotation mark okay like that but don't worry about that because that's probably not the case and different cms's have different ways of doing it don't worry about that for now we're just going to explain what they are okay let's just start talking about it right now the first one that we're going to talk about is called no follow because this is the main one that everybody has a question about and everybody's wondering about let me talk about what it is and why it's important all links provide something called link juice Now, link juice isn't the official term, but it basically refers to the amount of authority that a link provides. If you've been listening to Grumpy SEO Guy for a while, you know that authority is what makes websites rank and it has nothing to do with content. By the way, if this is the first Grumpy SEO Guy episode that you've ever listened to, welcome. And let me summarize everything for you really quickly. Websites rank because of their authority and relevancy, not because of their content, okay? Great content, horrible content, literally doesn't make a difference. What you need is authority. Okay, now that we're all on the same page, the way to get authority is by getting backlinks from authoritative websites. If I have an authoritative website and I link to you, you're gonna get some authority, okay? 
This authority is called link juice. That link passes link juice to your website. That link passes authority to your website. That's what it means, okay? Understand? So if I link to you with a normal link, I don't have any attributes on it, you get link juice, okay? You get authority, okay? It benefits your website, okay? Now, what if I didn't want to give you link juice? Now, I wanted to link to you, but I didn't want to give you link juice. Then what? Well, for that reason, there's an attribute called nofollow. Now, nofollow is one word, N-O-F-O-L-L-O-W. And I have to make a quick little note right here, okay? Because some people will refer to some links as do follow, and they think do follow is the opposite of no follow. It's not. A do follow link doesn't exist. A do follow link just means a link that doesn't have an attribute, okay? There's no such thing as do follow, but it's frequently called do follow in discussions. People will say, I have this many no follow links and this many do follow links. That's fine, because it might sound a little bit weird to say I have this many no follow links and this many links. Like... Okay, or regular links, I don't know. So just to be precise here, no follow is an attribute, do follow is not an attribute, but do follow, if you ever see that word, just refers to a link that is not no follow or does not have some other attribute that stops the flow of link juice, okay? We're gonna talk about more of them in a little bit. So don't put do follow in your links anywhere. You don't have to do anything. It just means a link that is not no follow and is not one of the attributes that stops link juice from being passed. Okay, with that said, let's say I have a link to you, but I don't want to provide any link juice. Now, why would I ever want to do that? Well, maybe, let's say for example, let's say for example, I'm leaving a review of some place that I went, okay? and I had a bad experience, okay? And I wanna mention them, and I wanna link to their website so other people can see it, but I don't wanna help them, okay? I don't wanna give them any link juice because I just don't like them, (laughs) okay? But how do you talk about somebody but not promote them? You know what I mean? As soon as you say their name, they're getting attention. So you can't really stop that, but what you can do is not give them any link juice. So what I would do in that case is put that no follow attribute in my link to their website. That tells Google, hey, here's a link, but don't count it. Don't provide any link juice to this website. I had to link to them, but don't provide any link juice to them. Does that make sense? And there's other reasons. A lot of times, you know, media outlets might link to you with a no follow link or for whatever reason, look, I'm not gonna get into all the reasons, but that's what no follow does. It says, do not pass link juice to this website. Okay, we're just gonna leave it at that. And the last thing that I wanna say about no follow is this. People will often look at the no follow to do follow. And yes, I'm using the word do follow here. People will often look at the ratio of no follow to do follow backlinks, okay? Certain tools will tell you if you have this many links, this many are no follow, so you know, okay? People get worried because they have the wrong percentage of no follow links to do follow links. They're like, I have a hundred backlinks and this many of them are no follow. That's bad. Look, 
Depending on who you talk to, different people have different concepts of how many nofollow links you should have, okay? I've heard that 70% do follow and 30% nofollow is good. I've heard 80-20. I've heard 90-10, like 90% being do follow, 10% being nofollow, right? Don't worry about it too much. But I will say this. If you're paying a lot of money for a backlink, please make sure that it's not nofollow, okay? Why would you pay money and not get link juice. That's literally not what SEO is all about. So, like, I don't, I don't just, it, un, well, okay, unless you're buying a link, like, for traffic, okay? If you're buying a backlink on a very trendy website because they're literally gonna send you visitors, it, sure, I mean, probably try not to get it no follow anyway, but like, if your purpose for buying a link is visitors, then it doesn't matter so much. But if your purpose for buying links is to improve your ranking, and this podcast is about SEO, which means it's about improving ranking. You should try to get as many do follow links as possible. And once more, there's no such thing as a do follow link. It's just a slang term that refers to a link that is not no follow and does not have one of the other attributes that blocks the flow of link juice. So... Like I said, 70% do follow, 30% no follow, that's fine. 80% do follow, 20% no follow, that's fine. 90% do follow, 10% no follow, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, the only thing I would say, last comment about no follow, if you have 100% do follow links, that just seems weird. Like that probably wouldn't happen because some websites will use no follow. So if you have like, if you have like 10,000 backlinks, and by the way, I selected that number randomly. 10,000 backlinks is not a goal. I just picked a number, okay? If you have 10,000 backlinks and all 10,000 of them are do follow, that's weird. Like that would probably never happen in real life. And what's the main question that we always ask ourselves on this podcast? Would this ever happen naturally, okay? That answers, by the way, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, that answers every SEO question you can ever have, okay? About if you should do something or not. SEO forums are always full of questions. Should I do this? Should I do that? The answer to all of those questions is, would it ever happen naturally? If the answer is yes, then you can do it. If the answer is no, then don't do it. 10,000 backlinks, it's extremely improbable that in real life, they would all be do follow. That, that probably wouldn't happen. So could that be a footprint? Could that be indicative of suspicious activity? Maybe. I probably would not be very happy with a 10,000 backlink profile if they were all do follows. That's weird. Oh, last thing I'm gonna say about that. If you somehow got all no follow links, bro, I don't even know what to tell you. Like you're doing it wrong. So I, 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 don't, I don't even know. I don't know why that would happen. But maybe if you had a super spammy website that everybody hated, they all linked to it with no follow. I don't know. Just probably you won't even be in that situation. So who cares? Okay, let's move on to the next attribute. Oh, before we go any further, let me just say, if you want to get in contact with me because maybe you have a question or a comment, you can email me at hello at grumpyseoguy.com. Make sure to whitelist my email address because emails that talk about SEO often get spammed. Or you can find me on Reddit. My username is grumpyseoguy. Or you can visit the Grumpy SEO Guy subreddit, r slash Grumpy SEO Guy, where we talk about the podcast and everything that has to do with SEO. And if you want to support the podcast because you think it's helpful, you can do so at patreon.com slash Grumpy SEO Guy. 
The next attribute is sponsored. S-P-O-N-S-O-R-E-D. Sponsored. All right. What does that mean? If somebody is paying you to link to their website, okay, for example, or if you're linking to an affiliate website, for example, like affiliate links, I assume everybody knows what that is. Uh, If you don't, an affiliate link is when somebody clicks on a link on your website and then when they buy the thing at the website you link to, you get paid, all right? It's a whole thing. Anyways, affiliate links are supposed to have the sponsored attribute. So are any links that are advertisements or that you're paid for, okay? Now, they are supposed to have the sponsored link. I don't know if everybody always does that all the time. Now, somebody, a clever listener, just heard me say that if you got paid for the link, you should have a sponsored attribute. And then this clever listener is going to email me and say, grumpy SEO guy, your agency literally sells backlinks. Do you use the sponsored attribute on them? Excellent question and phenomenal listening skills. By the way, no, of course we don't. (laughs) The purpose of SEO is to get your clients as much link juice as possible so they get to the top of the search engines. The sponsored attribute blocks link juice. So no, of course we don't do it. But let me just say right here, because maybe that same listener or maybe somebody else is gonna say, but buying backlinks is against the terms of service. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but that's how SEO works. So if you know a way of getting backlinks, effectively and getting to the top of the search engines effectively without buying backlinks in some form or other, you should keep doing that. But let me tell you what, the answer to that question is not content because good content does not rank, okay? And it's also not guest posting or link outreach because, well, I have a whole episode on why I don't like guest posting and link outreach. That's episode 14, which is called Six Reasons Why Link Outreach and Guest Posting Are Dangerous and How Real SEO Agencies Do It Instead. I'm not saying they're not effective. I am saying they're big wastes of time and they're potentially dangerous. And what nobody talks about is that you're probably gonna have to buy the link anyway, okay? Yes, guest posting and link outreach, sure, they're fine, whatever. Hey guys, check out my website. I thought you might wanna have a link to it. Can we have a link on your website, right? Or, hey, I noticed your website. Is it cool if I write some content for you and in exchange I get a link to our website? Yeah, do you know what the response is often? The response is often, yeah, sure, it'll be this much money. People with authority know what they have. They're not going to give it to you for free. Nobody wants your free content that you wrote for free. Okay, you know what? Well, most likely, nobody wants content for free on their website. Unless you're some like super famous person, right, who knows some topic better than everyone else in the world, then maybe. And if that's the case, you're probably already famous enough and don't need link juice from anyone else. So... I don't know what to tell you. All I'm saying is most instances of guest posting and link outreach that I've heard of will include payments, even though technically that's against the terms of service. Look, my goal of this episode and this podcast is not to convince you about the ethics of search engine optimization. All search engine optimization is manipulation, okay? I've said it before. I'll probably say it again, but all SEO is manipulation. And for those of you who are offended by the word manipulation, Just say influence. All SEO is about influence. You are influencing the algorithm to view your site more favorably. How do you do that? By getting authority and by not getting penalties. Anyway, nobody knows if a link was bought. Nobody knows if a link was sold unless you tell them 
by using the sponsored attribute. So listen, if you're linking to an affiliate site, use the sponsored attribute, okay? Like, I don't know if that could hurt you if you don't, but I could imagine a scenario where a search engine says, this is an affiliate link, it's not using the sponsored tag, we're gonna penalize the site. I'm not saying that's the case, but listen, I could imagine that would be a very easy piece of code for the search engines to write. So if you're linking to affiliate websites, use the sponsored attribute, okay? If somebody obviously pays you to, if, if it's like a paid review for a product or something like that, right? Like they send you their product and then maybe they send it to you for free or maybe they pay you to write a review or something. I feel like that's kind of a little ethical gray area, right? I don't know, probably put the sponsored attribute on your link, okay? But if you're an SEO agency, don't use the sponsored attribute on the links even though you're being paid for them. Okay, now, there's one more kind of attribute we're gonna talk about and that is user-generated content. Now, this is going to be abbreviated as UGC, all right? So if you're ever including this in a link, all right, it's UGC is the attribute that you use. Don't write out the whole thing, just U, the letter U-G-C, all right? It's an abbreviation. <laughs> okay, user-generated content. When would you ever use that? Let's say you run a forum, all right? And you can set up your website so that any links that appear in the forum get UGC in the link, okay? Why? This tells the search engines, hey, search engines, this content was generated by users. It was not generated by us, okay? So we can't vouch for it. Don't provide any link juice from this link. Maybe somebody's spamming the forum and they're trying to get link juice and you're not even aware of it. Well, guess what? When you have a UGC tag on all of the forum links, automatically that's not even gonna happen, is it? Or maybe it might be a link to a spammy website. We don't want that to count against us. Remember, linking to spammy websites can hurt you, okay? But if somebody else links to a spammy website from your comments or from your forum or whatever, well, that's that's a user, that's not you. So you should identify that with the UGC attribute. So if you ever see UGC attribute, it just means the link came from a forum or blog comments or something like that. And it was not part of content from the owners of the site. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. I told you it was gonna be a short one. And now you know about three main link attributes. I hope this was helpful. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review. It would really help the show out. I hope this episode was helpful. If you have any questions or want to suggest a subject for a future episode, you can contact me on Reddit. My username is Grumpy SEO Guy. You can visit the Grumpy SEO Guy subreddit or you can email me at hello at grumpyseoguy.com. If you email me, please either whitelist my email address or check your junk folders because I've been told that my replies are going into the junk folder and it's probably because we're talking about things like SEO and backlinks and I think those words will classify an email as spam. And if you wanna support the podcast because it's the best source of SEO information on the planet and it's free you can do so at patreon.com slash grumpy seo guy and i will talk to you later you're listening to grumpy seo guy the seo podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work join us next wednesday when we talk about good backlinks versus bad backlinks 
part two, how to know if you should get a link from a certain website.